A leaked tape is adding more fuel to the fire of China's biggest political scandal in years. This tape, which ended up on the web, appears to shed more light on the firing of a prominent Communist Party leader last week. His name is Boishi Lai, and he was the party chief in the south-central city of Chongqing. The world's Beijing correspondent Mary Kay Magstead has the details. Mary Kay, why is this scandal so potentially explosive? Well, for one thing, it affects the very top circle of leadership. You just don't usually hear about what's going on in terms of internal leadership struggles, and this has burst into public view, and that's been highly embarrassing to the party. You know, in in very short form, what happened was that. Boshilai had been expected to step into one of the top nine leadership positions in China come the autumn. He's also the son of one of the top leaders of Mao Zedong's generation. He was considered always sort of an anointed one,、uh, and he had a strike hard against crime campaign where he had brought in a deputy mayor, Wang Lijun, who had, was the former police chief. And according to this leaked tape, Wang Lijun informed Boishi Lai that there were some cases related to Boishi Lai's own family members. According to this tape, Boa was furious and、uh, tried to act against Wang Lijun, who then fled to the U.S. consulate on February sixth. And this, by itself, this has never happened in the past, you know, sixty years of Communist Party rule that someone at that level went to seek political asylum at a U.S. consulate or embassy. So this caught the attention of. President Hu Jintao, who got involved and said, "What's going on?" sent police cars down to Chengdu to try to get Wang Lijun back. The central government got him; is now investigating the case. And in that sense, it's almost a Shakespearean drama unfolding here in China. Something that、uh, the Chinese public rarely sees. A Shakespearean drama with tape, and as you say, the Chinese public rarely sees it. But in this case,、uh, it became a darling of the social media. Tell us about that tape. It's a little bit unclear what we're hearing here. Right. So the tape sounds like it may have been made surreptitiously. The official saying, "What we need to do is regain control over the message. We need to make sure that correct public opinion、uh, is directed. That media organizations comply with propaganda principles. That the internet is monitored and controlled, and that anything that might be embarrassing to us is blocked and deleted." Which is kind so, of interesting, since it wasn't blocked and deleted. This basically went viral. Right, because at this point you've got 500 million Chinese online, and a, a growing number of them know how to get around government censors. So even when the government tries these days to control information, it's finding it increasingly difficult to do so. If this same same thing had happened even two years ago, it wouldn't get the same buzz as it has now. This、uh, bring in Washington here for a bit because it seems to be involved on two levels.、Uh, personally, with this man, Mr. Wang, who who blew the whistle and then sought refuge at the U.S. consulate in. China. Then, on a mega level, the incident, as you've been saying, Mary Kay, sheds light on the direction, different directions of the Chinese government. Well, it was an interesting moment in the China-U.S. relationship. Wang Lijun, in the past, has been, you know, sort of stridently pro-communist party and anti-capitalism and anti-Western liberalism. And yet, when、uh, it came to the crunch, he fled to the U.S. consulate, thinking that might be the safest place for him. How did the U.S. government respond or react to this at that particular moment? He asked for political asylum, according to this leaked tape, 
And it was at a moment when Vice President Xi Jinping was about to go to the United States. Wang Lijun is not a political dissident in the sense of a human rights activist or someone who is pushing for democracy within China. He's no angel himself. He's been known to crack down quite hard within Chongqing. And I think the U.S. government weighed its options and what was in its long-term interests and decided that Wang Lijun should be turned over to the central government and they should deal with him as they would. Uh, probably in the long term, that um, was somewhat reassuring to the Chinese government that the U.S. government is not against China, that it will act um, pragmatically and reasonably uh, in a situation like this. All right. The world's Mary Kay Magstead in Beijing. Thanks a lot, Mary Kay. Thank you, Lisa.